I think for any one of you who was really using Vine heavily before it went into shit would know who that song came from. I forgot what his name is, but he was the uncle of Gavin, that cute um, nephew. And that dude actually has a friend who can sing really well, but I, I just, I can't brain right now. It's like, what, 1, 2 a.m. in the morning, and I'm recording this <laughs> exactly the night before. Welcome, everyone. I'm going to stop rambling. Welcome, everyone, to, uh, I was about to say a dossier once again, but welcome to Offside. The informal channel of a dossier where I ramble about shit that happened in my life and complain and whine and not try to find solutions for it because I always find solutions in my everyday life and I'm digressing once again so how was your weekend? my weekend was fucking awesome it was long but it was fucking awesome because I had the highlight of my week was um, as you guys know from previous podcasts and if you know me personally I am a huge fan of comedy and Daniel Sloss is one of my fucking favourites um so I went and watched his show X with Kylie, shout out Kylie, <laughs> and we laughed and laughed and laughed and he was so fucking good, I'm telling you guys, like, I think he is at the, at the peak of his career right now, um, previously it was Jigsaw and I forgot, I just can't brain right now, it was Jigsaw and I forgot what the other one was. The new one X is going to be out on HBO, I think, in November. Yeah. But he's so good. I'm not going to go into what he talked about because probably some of you are fans of him as well. Uh, But I'm going to try to use keywords to tell you what the highlights of the show are. Highlights. I can't even speak properly. But Ava... The pleasure of having a finger up a man's butt. You don't fucking beat up a clit when finger fucking. Guys, please don't. I realise that this is the common mistake that men do. Like, they always, like, jackhammer a clit every time they try to please a woman. But that was one of it that he talked about. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? I can't even speak properly. What else? Um, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Finally... As you guys know, if, if, sorry, I'm just gonna take you aside for a bit and talk about something else. As you guys know, the template for Daniel Sloss's, Sloss's, huh? Uh, stand up comedy is he would actually make you laugh like mad, and then after that, he would go dark. So, I love him because what he talked about is. A horrible episode that would happen to women more than often than you think and how as men you can actively actually help prevent this from happening. And no, it is not a menst- it is not our menstrual cycle, but on a serious note, it is much more crazy than this. And he talked about rape. So yeah, that was the highlight of the show. Now my favorite joke of the show is <clears throat> I have to execute this right, otherwise it wouldn't be funny. If your nose still smells like your nose, you don't know your way around a pussy. When he he didn't even say the part, you don't even know your way around a pussy. He just ended like it was a cliffhanger of a joke, and he I don't know why I'm explaining this, but 
just to do him justice, it was a cliffhanger joke. And he just said, if your nose still smells like your nose, full stop. <laughs> I'm like... It was around the context of a story where he, like, tried to go down on a girl when he was 17 years old. And he was clueless. And he was, like, giving advice. Like, if your nose still smells like your nose. So, yeah, that was it. So, um, on this week's offsite, I know I have talked about this, like, a gazillion time, but... Thanks to Daniel Sloss and good on him because it's about time that someone touch on this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk about women masturbation. Um, I know, like I said, I have joked about this over so many times. And on a serious note, I always said that men can be so double standard and they don't even want to learn how to eat pussy. So come on, ladies, we know this. Um... Before you crazy hit, I'm like literally lying on the floor right now because my eyes are becoming the number one, but sideways. Um, yeah, before you crazy hits, drop a feminist or a sexist label on me. Let me just repeat myself and remind you that my intro, the backstory to this is written on my intro on my WordPress. That I wanted to be a porn magazine editor in chief when I was younger. So before you become an asshole and just say, oh my god, she's a fucking feminist. Let me just remind you that you do realize that the sex media is so much pivoted to men. Isn't that right, ladies? In comparison to men who have only two ways to relieving themselves sexually, which is cock and sometimes butt, women have so much more ways to do that to relieve ourselves. So let's begin. How much do you really know as a man of how to please your wives or women or your partners or whatever it is or your sex partner or your fuck buddy, whatever it is? Um... Before you get or before anyone gets offended, have you really ever sat down with your partner or wives or sex fuck buddies, whatever, on what works and what doesn't? Because for men, like, we have porn, we watch porn, and yeah, we imitate from there and see what works and what doesn't on men, right? I'm sorry, but yeah, guinea pigs. Guinea pigs. <laughs> Can't brain. But, yeah, at least as a reference, we have porn. Like, But for men, I think it's safe to say that the only reference of you to please a woman is just the face of a woman screaming or moaning in pleasure. And that's it. And fingering and eating. And that's it. But do you really know how women masturbate? I don't think so. Right? I think... Excuse me. Oof, I just burped. I think most men do not know that because it's so not talked about. Like nobody, like girls will, even girls don't talk about it because it's, it's so, it's not even complex, but it's just that it's just the way it is. It's a societal conditioning. Like we don't talk about it. So anyways, um, this research has been like sitting in my computer for a long time. Don't ask me why. I'm not a psycho. I just know it because I'm a woman myself, but I did my research in a way that I think I did an episode on this somewhere in Eno's year. If I didn't, um, I did surveys and I asked around my friends and I actually, you know, read about it. So, you'll be surprised to find out that dildos and vibrators or fingers are not the only one that helps women 
relieve ourselves, uh, relieve ourselves sexually. Allow Madam Shida to introduce you to a few other methods, such as. Now, let me just say, let me just say a disclaimer. Like even me, even when I was reading it, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but yeah. Um, so the different methods that women use to masturbate is pillow humping, which is common, I think. Lying flat on the tummy, on the floor, for clit stimulation. That seems to be a favorite according to an article in Mashable. Uh, this, I think men should know as well. I think it's good that you know. Women have edging too. Like, we have our own way of edging. Now, if you don't know, kids, if you don't know what edging is, it's right before that you climax, you back off for a bit, and then you go into it again, reaching a higher climax. That's what it is. So, we women have our edging ways as well, before hitting the big O. I mean, methods. No, wait. No, as in we back off. We have edging too, so it's the same. Uh, what else do we have? Other methods? Oh, oh, we have this. Some women claim that they use the edge of kitchen cabinets, which I can understand why, because the clit is right at the front. Um, eroticas, personal favorite. That shower head spray, <laughs> everyone knows this. And what was the last one? This is amongst many others. Clenching a vagina walls, yeah. So yeah, that's the different methods of how women are master, uh, masturbating. My Singaporean came in, my eyes are closed right now. So anyways, um, I've thought about it all. Like for the longest time, you know, there's a reason why I wanted to be a porn magazine editor-in-chief. But... I seriously think that there's a reason why all this is happening and the societal conditioning is happening because I think the culprit for women in general to know how to please men more is because, oh, not only that, and also other than the pivoted sex media exposure, I think the culprit of it is the lack of proper sex education, as Daniel Sloss has pointed out in X, um, his stand-up comedy, which is really through... Uh, <laughs> True, not through. True. <laughs> Can't even speak. Um, let me think about my. Did I have any sex education in school? Yeah, I think I did. I think it's a it's a standard thing here in Singapore as well. But I can't remember what there was a video that I watched. I think I watched the birth video. I think so. I think so. I think so. I might be wrong, but uh yes, we did talk about condoms. I can't go far back and think about that. Uh, we did talk about condoms. I think we watched the birth video, which, which was fucking horrifying. Um, and yeah, that's about it. So, I think at this age, I realized sex education is really important because there's so much that goes into sex other than... Um, like Daniel Sloss says once again. I know he's a comedian, but whatever... He's like the male version of me. I realize that when when shit comes out, like when words comes out of his mouth, I'm like, fuck. That was just what I thought. Like it's the same thing. And he was the one who like, you know, say it out loud. But I think my advice and my opinion on this is I hope sex education. Like look at the numbers of, you know, like like teen moms. 
Like, there's, there's loads of them. Like, my advice is for sex education, um, I think it would be better if, I agree as well, it would be helped by someone outside the school, a specialist. Um, the whole syllables, syllables, syllabus. <laughs> oh, she yeah. Syllabus uh, of sex is covered. Meaning to say that from A to Z, like you don't only talk about sperm, you talk about the menstrual cycle as well. And for you speak about this to both boys and girls. You talk about how to use sanitary pads. You talk about how to use tampons. You talk about what you should do when you're, you know, like having your first menstrual cycle, your first um, incident of having a menstrual cycle and what you should do and who you should talk to and, you know, how do you deal with it and what are that weird things that will be happening, like your boobs will be hurting or you're eating more or you have, like, acne outbreaks and stuff like that because I remembered... When I got my first menstrual cycle, I didn't know what the fuck to do. And I just ran to my mom bleeding. I was like, what the hell is happening with me? And I was like, ah, you just had your period. That, that was like what? I had my period really early. I think I had mine at like 10 years old, 9 years old. Yeah, really early. Really, really early. So you can imagine how, you know, how that was for me. Now... Let's get educated on the female flower, the vagina. Um, see, even I, well, I know what it is. Like, I know we have four holes. Forgive me for, like, my harsh language, but I know we have four holes. But just so everyone knows, you know, let's put it out there. There are four holes in a women reprodu- uh, <laughs> reproduction system. And the four holes are called clit, urethral opening for peeing. The vagina and anus. Now, I haven't done extensive research for this. Ouch, my eye. But, you know, sometimes I just sit down and just wonder and I try to self-reflect. I tr- It's a never-ending, you know, like, discovery to know oneself. Like, to know what you like, what you don't, and stuff like that. So, I ask myself questions like, there's so many differences between a man and a woman. So... One of the most popular one is that men are so visual and, you know, audio-based. So, there was one point in time in my life when I was a teen and I asked myself whether, you know, whether women, like, what what do... I know what I like, but at that point in time, I was like, is women as visual and audio as men as well? So, um, there was an article... I'm trying to, like... I'm trying to, like pull through here there was an uh somewhere there was an article that i read about that um before i say that i I would personally for myself and then you know like how when you just walk out of your house and then you just people watch and then you you judge you know you tend to judge and you just tell yourself oh my god the girl is so fucking hot and the man is so goddamn ugly (laughs) i think that is an explanation of that which leads back to my question whether women is as visual as men. Now, here's my own explanation, okay? For me, personally, if the man is smart and he's funny, well, looks do matter to me. It does it's to some degree. But, 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 that's a bonus if you have like it all. But, but if you're smart, 
if you're like fucking smart, quick on your quick on your feet, um, you're funny as hell, and you're really kind-hearted. Oh, and if you do, okay, I'm just saying my fantasies right now. And if you know how to do woodworks, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a turn on. So that's where I tr- I derive and I think that women are much more audio than men. And I realized that, you know, like, oh, come on, stop being a child. Everybody watches porn. I realized that in porn, men are not that audio. Not that, what am I talking about? Men are not that vocal as women. Like, what you always see when, like, men and women are having like, sexual intercourse in porn, you always hear the women moan most of the time, but the men... Don't even growl. I like watching those men, those videos who, you know, growl just a little bit, but that's beside the fact. But I think women are much more audio than visual. It's like things like whispers. It's it's things like how you can make them laugh. It's things like how, you know, you tell them that you're pretty. I mean, everybody wants to be wanted right but it's the things that you tell them and it's also how like for women as well sex is how they show their love like it's it's just fucking atrocious that you know society can just throw the label slut if a woman just i love you and i'm gonna have sex with you i think i know it's you know it's boundaries i get it but that's it's not scientifically proven, but I think that's legit because it's one of the reasons why women would sleep with men. So, what else am I going to talk about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go back to sex education. Let's recap. The reason why I'm saying sex education is really important because I realize that like, I have male friends who would ask me, like, which is good, who platonic friends mind you like really really friends like good friends um who ask me questions like you know like how do you please a girl and stuff like that like they come to me um personally and ask me questions like how do you go down on a girl and stuff like that and we're all adults so we have to share and i'm a woman you know and of course different people defer and what they like and what they don't but i think this should be a com- this should be an adult conversation because we're so far off that when we're adults and where where we are being put on a spot where we are going to sleep with someone and we don't know what to do then we'll ask questions like i think for teens to understand the repercussions they need to know the whole 9 yards of sex it's not only for reproduction I mean, yes, it is. It's one of, um, it's one of the ways. It's one of the results. Yes, but they need to know what it is used for and how, not to just use scare tactics without them knowing. And like I said, look at the numbers of teen moms. You know, unwanted pregnancies. There's so many of them. So, yeah. And also, when I say this, of course, like. You know, people always say that, Oh my god, you're a ladies' man. I slept with like 120 girls. Now, let me just say this. Practice makes perfect. Yes. But at this age, at 32 years old, practice and sex, lots of it would make you numb. Eventually, eventually, sex is going to lose its charm, from my point of view. And at the, end of the, at the end of the day, you'll be yearning the connection that leads to it and what sticks when sex 
is gone. Now, speaking about when sex is gone, mm, we're still on the topic of sex, but uh, I think with whatever that I was talking about with sex and menstrual cycle and stuff like that, I think I would like to remind that um, too many times in relationships or in estranged um, couples that we would often hear the reason of but she doesn't want it but my wife or my partner does not want to have sex with me anymore now i'm gonna let that stick in your head for a bit life happens we are often you know chasing a gold um money or status or with material stuff and stuff like that there's always something that we are chasing to either make ourselves better or it's for someone else that we love you know so i'm not blaming anyone of this uh on what am i talking about i'm not blaming anyone of this on anyone of the genders but i realize that this happens a lot in marriage so um there's one question that i would need to pose because it's so it's so many times that uh, men who are divorced that I heard from experience and my friends that they would say that but my wife doesn't want it anymore from me so to those group of people let me just pose one question to you as a woman myself because I think it's too many times that I heard that uh, sentence okay my question is if both of you are equally hustling to be better to be better for one another for the world and everyone else that you love, how is it, how is it possible that in bed, your wife or your partner for life can be much more exhausted than you? Think about it. Could it be that due to social conditioning, your wife or your partner is left to do all the housework by herself? Is she taking care of all of the kids by herself? Have you, as a man, in any way contributed for her to be able to be a bit vain and take care of herself and her presence and her physicals? Are you taking care of your hygiene as a husband? Do you go back and shower for her to like, oh my god, he smells so good, I want to sleep with him. Are you doing enough to make her want to sleep with you? The reason why I'm saying this is that as a society, it's pivoted one tight, especially sexually. We all know this. You know, and with me saying all this, it's a common thing that couples break up. Not only because of financials, but because of sexual needs that are not being met as well. So I just want to serve it as a reminder. And, you know, if you can save your marriage, if you can save your relationship, I think the main thing is it's important to reflect on yourself and just look at the mirror. Just take a step back and look at the mirror and say, like, wait. Should I do something so that, you know, like, my partner would follow suit or stuff like that? I just want to serve as a reminder. You know, I don't want to see relationships ending in divorce. If it's really bad, then leave. <laughs> you know? I would. I would do that. So, yeah. What am I going to talk about next? Oh, um, like I said, like, let's take a step back. Recount our steps. And we should ask ourselves to improve our relationships. Are we doing enough to know how each other function to want to sleep with one another? And also when I say this, I want to erase the double standards that we have. Please, 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 men. 
Don't ask a girl to be flexible when you can't even eat her pussy. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go to bed, guys. I'm, like, digressing right now and I'm mad babbling. I hope you guys have a good weekend. I'm not drunk. <laughs> I'm just tired. Um, if you like this episode, please like the Instagram page. Please follow the WordPress and please follow me on Twitter and Facebook as well. Um, uh, the plugs, sorry, the handles for Instagram is at Adosier Podcast. For Twitter, it's the same at Adosier Podcast as well. For WordPress, it's www.adosier.wordpress.com. And also on Facebook, it's still, I can't seem to change it to A with Adosier without the E, but uh, it's at A E D O S S I E R on Facebook. So if you guys have anything, please, please, please email me and go to my Instagram or DM me and tell me what you want to oh <laughs> what you want to talk about um also i hope you guys will tune in to the next episode of a dossier because it's something that has been also bothering me this week um to someone that i dearly care for that made me change my perspective um that society might not agree with but yeah, please look forward to the next Adosier episode. And I hope you guys have a good life. Take care of your loved ones and kiss them, okay? Have a good weekend. Bye. Offset.